Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. Makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat present Fibber McGee and Molly, written by Don Quinn, with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. The number of uses for wax has been increasing every year, but it took the war to give greater emphasis to one of them. Do you know that soldiers' uniforms are actually waxed? That's right, strange as it may seem. Uniforms impregnated with a wax emulsion are made water-repellent, stain- and dust-resistant. They look smarter longer and are easier to launder. The makers of Johnson's Wax have developed a special product for this use called Drax, D-R-A-X. It's used by many textile mills and by many army laundries, too because the water repellency of a garment can be maintained by using Drax at the laundry or the dry cleaners. Wouldn't you like to have outdoor clothing, play suits, and other garments, as well as things like drapes and curtains, Drax treated? Well, after the war, you'll be able to. In the meantime, the makers of Johnson's Wax will welcome inquiries from finishing mills and others interested in Drax. Write to S.C. Johnson & Son, Incorporated at Racine, Wisconsin, or Brantford, Canada. Well, they say that early to bed and early to rise makes one healthy, wealthy, and wise. Which probably explains why the residents of 79 Wistful Vista are neither too healthy, too rich, nor too smart. Because here it is almost 9 a.m., and just waking up, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. McGee, wake up. It's 9 o'clock. <sighs> It's broad daylight. Why does everybody say broad daylight? It's as high as it is wide. I don't know how you'd know. You never lift your eyes above the coffee pot till 10.30. Ah, I wish you were a millionaire, dearie. That's a dirty wish just before March 15th. Why do you wish I was a millionaire? Well, so as I could pick up my pearl-handled telephone off my ivory-inlaid night table and call down to the third footman to tell the butler to have my personal maid bring me my breakfast in bed. Oh. Well, I got bad news for you, then. What? The third footman is in the Marines. <laughs> the butler is, is an investigator for the OPA, and your personal maid is a spot welder out of Douglas. <laughs> We're all alone in our 52-room bungalow. Hey, where's my slippers? Probably right where you usually leave them when you go to bed. Where's that? One under the dresser and one in the bathroom. (laughs) Don't tell me you're getting up. Yes, I'm getting up. And what's more, baby, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring you your breakfast in bed. What? You heard me. I'm going to bring you your breakfast in bed. Well, this is the most realistic dream I ever had. (laughs) 
I'm going to hate to wake up. Mm. You think I'm kidding? Yes. Now hurry and take your shower and call me just I'll soon. take my shower later. Where's my bathrobe? Oh, here it is. Now, what do you want for breakfast? Oh, now, McGee, I was just joking. My goodness, you don't have to. I know I don't have to, but you deserve it. You've been a good kid. <laughs> now, what do you want for breakfast? Well, I might as well make the best of this, I guess. I want some orange juice. Okay, orange juice. Two eggs with their bright little eyes gazing heavenward. <laughs> Two eggs straight up. A waffle. Fry one crossword puzzle. <laughs> what else? Cup of coffee. Very well, madame. I shall be very happy. Hey, what you doing? I'm getting up. You never made a waffle in your life. I never laid an egg either, but I know how to cook. <laughs> well, I think you're wrong on both counts, dearie. So I'll just get you up. You stay right where you darn are. Now. This is my treat. But McGee... And don't butt McGee me. I know what I'm doing. Just as soon as I brush my teeth, I'll have to... Molly McGee, you're a lazy, good-for-nothing woman to let him do this. Yes, I know, but it's good for his character. <laughs> Teaches him to be unselfish. But he'll have your whole kitchen in a mess. Well, if he does, he'll clean it up. No, you can't let him do that. Oh, I can't, can't I? You just wait and see. Well, here we go. Orange juice, eggs, coffee, and waffle. Squeeze one, fry two, make with a mocha, and cook a blotter with a replete. <laughs> Coming right up, Cookie. I'll see you later. Oh, looky, 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 here comes Cookie, marching down the street. Oh, looky, look, this tomo, now, let me see. Orange juice, orange juice, orange juice. Where do you suppose Molly keeps the oranges? Hey, Molly! Where's the oranges? In the bowl on the windowsill. I see them. What? I says I see them. Then why ask me where they were? Huh? What? Never mind, you go to sleep. <laughs> ah, here they are. Oh, looky, 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 here comes Cookie. Hmm. Tough oranges. Guess I'll have to cut them in two. <laughs> I better make my waffle batter first. Now, where's the cookbook? Cookbook, 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 cookbook. Hey, Molly! Yes? Where's the cookbook? Much obliged. Now, you go to sleep. Have a nice nap. Right. Oh, looky, looky, looky. Here comes her. Now, what's she say? Oh. Oh, here we are. How to set a fine table by Henrietta Lewis. <laughs> Okay, Henrietta, give out with the dope on the waffles. Waffles, waffles, waffles. Ah, here we are. Golden brown waffles with fresh maple syrup or strawberry jam are not only pleasing to the P.A.L. palate, but tempting to the eye. They are... Uh Uh-oh. Hey, Molly! Now what, McGee? On your waffles, you want syrup or strawberry jam? Syrup, strawberry jam is fattening. Okay, now you go to sleep. Oh, looky, looky, looky. Here it comes now. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Recipe for waffles. Two cups of sifted cake or pastry flour. Two cups. How do you sift a cake? (laughs) Hey, Molly. Oh, yes, McGee. We got any cake? No, what do you want it for? Just wanted to sift it. But never mind, I'll use pastry flour. You go get some rest. I'll handle it. Oh, looky, looky, looky. Here comes cookie, Mark. Four teaspoons of tartrate or phosphate. Tartrate or phosphate. Had to be a doggone chemist to mix a waffle here. <laughs> Probably means baking soda. Soda's better anyway. Saves taking it afterwards. <laughs> Hello. Who? Geraldine? Who's calling? Pete? Oh, well, well look, Pete. Uh, Geraldine don't want any more to do with you, see? She wants you to get out of her life. Yeah. She says if you called her again to tell you to go fry a fig. Goodbye. Hey, Molly. Hey, Don't worry about the telephone, just the wrong number. (laughs) 
Just relax and get some shut eye. All right, dear. Oh, looky, looky, looky. Here comes a quarter teaspoon of salt. That's easy. I'll put in a dash of pepper, too. Even Six tablespoons of melted shortening. Melted shortening. Melted. What's shortening? Hey! Oh, now use your head, McGee. To shorten is to make smaller. To make smaller is to shrink. To shrink... Aha! Water! Ah. One and a quarter cup of milk. That's a cinch. And two eggs. Okie dokie, two eggs and some milk. Hey, wait a minute. Separate the eggs and beat the yolks until light. Beat them until light. <laughs> That's silly. It's light now. No, it's eggs, 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 eggs. Where's the eggs? In the refrigerator. Ah, two eggs and a bottle of milk. Aha, buttermilk. Better yet, Richard. Oh, looky, looky, looky. Here it comes. Oh! I guess not. I, I got thrown, that's all. Thrown? How? I shut the refrigerator door on the tassel of my bathrobe, started to walk away, and boom, flat on the hen fruit. You go on back to bed. You have a nice sleep while I finish getting your breakfast. I'll... Molly, why don't you go back to bed? How can I give you your breakfast in bed when you're down here on the sofa? Well, I got tired of hollering down the stairs. Well. I'll go back to bed when you have breakfast ready. Okay. Boy, these are going to be the best waffles you ever flung a fang into, Molly. <laughs> How is it? Uh-oh. That's the baguette, the mailwoman. Come in. Well, Mr. McGee. Hello, Mrs. McGee. Good morning. Well, what you got for us this morning, sis? And excuse the bathrobe. I just have a postcard for you, Mr. McGee. Do you mind if I give it to you tomorrow? It's clear down in the bottom of the bag. Well, <laughs> oh, that's okay, sis, but I, I kind of like to know who it's from. It's from somebody named Aunt Sarah and is just wishing you a happy George Washington's birthday. 
Good old Aunt Sarah, bless her heart. Yeah, good old Aunt Sarah, darn her hide. <laughs> Forgets we're alive on Christmas and then wishes us a happy George Washington's birthday. And she's worth 90,000 bucks. That old skinflint has pinched pennies so long her fingerprints look like Indian heads. <laughs> now, McGee, don't talk like that. Aunt Sarah worships the ground you walk on. Sure she does. That's real estate. <laughs> the minute I get in the house, she hates me. Well, I'll be sure and give it to you tomorrow or the next day, Mr. McGee. Oh, it's no hurry, sis. <laughs> Just stick it in the mail for me. <laughs> All right. Good morning. Good morning. I'm giving you your eggs first, Molly. They're cooking now. These waffles will take a little longer. Say, let me see that waffle batter. Okay. Smoothing out nice, ain't it? Still looks pretty lumpy to me. Uh, that's the tuna fish. <laughs> tuna fish? Sure. The recipe says waffles are delicious with ice cream, fruits, cream, meat, salmon, or tuna fish. <laughs> All we had was tuna fish. But McGee, that meant to put over the waffles when they were served. All over them or inside of them, what's the difference? Now, you quit worrying and get a nice rest. I'll handle this. Come in. Hello there, Johnny. Hello, Dot. Hey, you sick, daughter? Oh, no, Mr. Oldtimer. I just felt lazy this morning, and McGee is fixing breakfast for me, he says. <laughs> You'll have to excuse the bathrobe, Oldtimer. Didn't take time to get dressed. That's okay, Johnny. I always like that bathrobe. Body pretty shade of heliotrite. <laughs> I'd get one of those from honeymoon. Say, when are you and Bessie going to name the day? Ain't decided, daughter. Can't do it till Bessie's brother gets out of jail anyway. He's going to be the next best man. You mean the best man? No, Johnny, that's what he said, too, and we fought it out one night. I'm the best man. But uh, what is he in jail for? Well, it happened when we was rehearsing the wedding, daughter. It was an accident, pure and simple. There was Bessie looking so pure, and there was her brother looking so simple. <laughs> Well, what happened, doggone it? Well, it was going to be a military wedding, see? Yeah. The minute the captain says I pronounce a man and wife... What captain? Old tugboat captain. <laughs> friend of mine, daughter. He's going to perform the ceremony. Captains can do it, too, you know. Ah, uh, not unless they're at sea, they can't. This one is, believe me, kid. <laughs> anyway, Cornwell, that's Bessie's brother, Cornwell was going to fire a volley into the air, see? But the bullet, the bullet cut trolley wire... Stop traffic on 14th Street. Wire come down, burned up, caught a, up a couple of automobiles. Yeah. These upper plates are killing me tonight. <laughs> and, uh, Cornwell, Cornwell got pinched for carrying a gun without a license. Shooting it off inside the city limits, disturbing the peace, arson, inciting a riot, blocking traffic, willful destruction of property, and impersonating an officer. <laughs> impersonating what officer? General Grant. Cornwell's got a little beard, see? Spitting image of Grant. You're still going to go on with your plans, then? Bet we are, Johnny. Bessie's father gave us a shower party last night. Charmed the whole Empire room at the bus depot. <laughs> it was one of the... Hey, I smell something burning. Oh, my gosh. My egg. My egg. Did he have to hurry away, Mr. Oldtimer? Yes, I have, daughter. Got to go down to the haberdashery and learn to tie one of them silly apricot ties. <laughs> Wear one at my wedding. Not apricot. You mean ascot. That's it. One of them silly ascot ties. Well, done. <laughs> Sorry, 
about them eggs, Molly, but don't worry. The next ones will be okay. Oh, I think I can get along without the eggs, McGee. I can get along without the waffles, too, unless you mix up another batch. That tuna fish mixture doesn't appeal to me somehow. Maybe I'm just fussy, though. Well, this is your day, baby. You can be as fussy if you want to. I'll mix up another batch right away. Oh, boy, boy, this is smoothing out awful good. You sure you don't want to try them? I'm positive. Have you got any... Hello, folks. Am I... Well, what's this? Are you ill, Molly? No, no, Mr. Wilcox. I'm just lying down waiting for Oscar the Waldorf here. (laughs) He's giving me my breakfast in bed. Good for him. Well, she deserves it, Junior. She's been a good kid. (laughs) You ever give your wife breakfast in bed? No, but I've only been married three years. She's a sweet girl, and I don't want to spoil her. What are you beating to death in that crock, pal? <laughs> He's making some waffles, Mr. Wilcox. Waffles? Where did he learn to cook? Oh, he just picked it up. And I can hardly wait till he sets it down again. <laughs> I learned how to cook in the Army, Wilcox. I was company cook for six weeks. Officers mess? Some of them did, but most of them are pretty new. <laughs> don't you cook? No, I don't. And you'd think with what I know about housekeeping in general, I'd be a natural for it. Not necessarily, Mr. Wilcox. I know lots of women who can cook lovely pastry but can't make a bed or iron a shirt to save their lives. Oh, it's especially, I suppose, like being an expert on preserving floors and furniture and woodwork. Gee, I wish you'd tell us something about your work. (laughs) Just how do you go about preserving floors, furniture, and woodwork? Oh, you're kidding me. You know. We'd love to hear it again, though, wouldn't we, dearie? We really would, Junior. You know how kids never get tired of hearing about the three bears. Well, I'm like that about preserving floors, furniture, and woodwork. Just what product would you recommend for that? (laughs) Oh, this is just a rib. (laughs) Mr. Wilcox, how can you say that? Tell us, please, is it uh, Johnson's Wax? Oh, cut it out. You know it's Johnson's Wax. Well, we're mighty pleased that you recommend it, Junior. They tell me Johnson's Wax not only beautifies and protects all wood and enamel surfaces, but is mighty handy to keep dampness and dirt out of windowsills, lampshades, luggage, and all stuff like that there. Is that there true? (laughs) Say, what is this? Of course it's true. Oh, McGee, it's true. Every word of it. He said it was true. Ain't that marvelous? You know, Junior, I don't like to pry into commercial secrets or anything, but I've heard a rumor. You know how these things fly around. I've heard that using Johnson's Wax was almost as much of a health measure as getting your vitamins because it keeps a house so sanitary and makes housework so simple and easy. Can you confirm that rumor? Look, I don't know exactly what's going on here, but I want... Hey, I smell something burning. Oh, my gosh, it's my eggs again. I'll see you later. Say, won't you stay and uh, have a touch of tomain with us, Mr. Wilcox? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, thanks, Molly. Say, you wouldn't care to sneak upstairs, get dressed fast, and let me take you out for breakfast. Well, it's the best offer I've had today, but I can't do it. McGee's got his heart set on this project, and I don't want to let him down. Okay, but while you're eating your scorched eggs, leather waffles, and battery acid coffee, just picture me sitting in a nice, cozy restaurant, tucking away a beautiful, fluffy omelet with a... Go away, you nasty man! (laughs) Okay, but you had your chance. What are you doing? I put some more eggs on and I'm mixing up a fresh batch of waffles. Is Wilcox gone? Yes, and he invited me out for breakfast, too. Snake in the grass. <laughs> you don't think I can cook? Boy, this batch of waffles is going to be slightly terrific. But I... I gotta let the batter set a while. Gotta go up and get dressed. 
I'm going out for about a quarter of an hour. What for? The cookbook recommends it. What do you mean? Well, the instruction says, when the waffle batter is mixed, beat it for about 15 minutes. <laughs> I thought I'd run down with it. Oh, dear, come in. Oh, hello, Abigail, darling. This is a surprise. Uh, hi, Uppy. Pardon my bathrobe. Uh, I can't quite pardon it, Mr. McGee, but I shall give it a brief parole. Mm. Well, personally, I always like this bathrobe And I don't want to hear any snide comments about it Oh, now, McGee And where should I comment about your bathrobe, Mr. McGee? This is a free country And if you choose to wear a horrible purple nightmare like that That fits like an old slipcover with sleeves It's really none of my affair (laughs) What if it does look like it was designed by Ringling Brothers? (laughs) What if it does make you look like something abandoned in the baggage room of a haunted railroad station? (laughs) And what if the collar does fit like it was made for a man who had two heads? (laughs) What if it does resemble a low-slung papoose in the back? And if it makes you look like a drunken zombie coming home from a Charleston contest, it is no business of mine. I don't even have to look at it if I don't want to, and I don't want to. So why should I comment on it? Boy, for a minute there, Uppy, I thought you were going to start cracking wise. I didn't come over here to discuss your attire, Mr. McGee. I... Oh, my dear, tell me, are you ill? No, just lazy, Abigail. McGee's going to give me my breakfast in bed. Oh, how splendid. <laughs> well, I just came over to tell you, my dear, that I... Oh, good heavens, what's burning? Oh, my gosh, my eggs again. I'll see you later. The King's Men and Rosie the Riveter. Factory wheels are grinding everywhere. Rattle, rattle, rattle through the land. The lady who was yesterday so fair. Oh, 
looky, looky, looky. Well, it won't be long now, Molly. Waffle iron's getting hot. You getting pretty hungry? No, don't hurry on my account. Okay. I don't know which is worse anyway, being starved or being poisoned. <laughs> Say, who are you talking to out in the kitchen? Huh? Oh! <laughs> oh, just the milkman. Oh. <laughs> don't worry about being poisoned either. This is going to be the best breakfast you ever looped a lip over. I hope so. I'm going to heat the oven so I can keep the extra waffles warm for you. You got a match? No, dearie. I rarely carry matches in my dressing gown. <laughs> Would a blowtorch do? <laughs> I usually have one of those with me in case I want to warm up my cold cream. <laughs> Maybe I'm just irritable on account of malnutrition. Well, cheer up, Snooky. Breakfast will be ready just as soon as I can get... Oh, fine. One more delay and I'll slip into a turban and join Mahatma Gandhi. Well, whoever it is, I'll get rid of them quick. Come in. Hello, Mr. McGee. Hello, Mrs. McGee. Uh, hello, Mr. Wimple. Hi, Wimple, old man. You got a match? No, but I have a cigarette lighter. Oh, fine. Let me take it. It won't light. Out of fluid, Mr. Wimple? No. Sweetie Face took the flint out of it, Mrs. McGee. She said if my lighter worked, I might want to smoke. If I learned to smoke, I might learn to swear. If I learned to swear, I might swear at her sometime. And if I ever did, she'd kick my several words censored here, teeth down my more words censored here, throat. Well, excuse me, Wimp. I got to get Molly's breakfast. Everything ought to be about ready. I'll be He's back giving here. me my breakfast in bed, Mr. Wimple. Isn't that nice? Mm -hmm. I gave Sweetie Face her breakfast in bed once. You did? She enjoy it? Well, no. She accused me of putting ground glass in her oatmeal. How ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I bet she was pretty sore about that, wasn't she, Mr. Wimple? Well, I don't know, Mrs. McGee. She was terribly hurt about it. So was I when she caught me. <laughs> Pardon my morbid curiosity, but what'd she do? Mm, she just shook me and let me go. The doctor said he'd never seen two legs broken in so many places. I thought you said she just shook you and let you go. Mm, she did. But she was holding me out the upstairs window when she shook me. <laughs> Here comes Cookie. Well, here you are, Molly. Breakfast is all served. Pull that table over here, wimp old man, so I can put this tray on it. Ah, Why, it. McGee, this is beautiful. Look at those waffles. Yeah. Oh, and does that coffee smell good? Where did you ever learn to fold a napkin like that? Oh, shucks. That's nothing. <laughs> Ought to see me put pants on a lamb chop. <laughs> Have some breakfast, wimp? I believe I will, Mr. McGee. My, this looks good. Yes, oh, sir. dear. Well, I never would have believed that you... Yeah, how's she like the breakfast, boss? Hey, get out of here, Who you. Who are you? Yeah, I'm the A1 Catering Service. I forgot to leave my card. Uh, here he is, A1 Catering Service. Call us again anytime you're in trouble, boss. Oh, no. <laughs> Keep 
Keeping food clean and at the right temperature is an important part of housekeeping here in America and Canada. Women in most other parts of the world envious these handsome white refrigerators that stand in our kitchens. I don't need to tell you that it's wise to take extra good care of your refrigerator right now. But let me read you a short letter that just came in. Here it is. I have found a new use for Johnson's Cream Wax. After polishing my furniture till it glowed, I happened to put the cloth on top of the refrigerator. Surprise of surprises, when I saw a bit of dirt there, I whisked the cloth across it and discovered that the marks which I previously hadn't been able to remove came off like magic. A new use and an enormous help I have found this old-time friend. You just can't imagine how my refrigerator sparkles all over. Thank you for making my cleaning easier and my house brighter. care if you did call in a caterer, McGee. This was a beautiful breakfast. Oh, I don't know. I thought the waffles were kind of tough. You did? Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? As soon as I get the dishes washed, I'm going to mix you up a real... Oh, fat... no, no, not that. Huh? Oh, okay. Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> Characters of the old-timer and Wallace Wimple heard on this program were played by Bill Thompson. This is Harlow Wilcox speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax Finishes for Home and Industry, inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This program has reached you from Hollywood. This is the National Broadcasting Company.